Hello, IABC members, and welcome to the latest episode of the IABC Edmonton podcast. Strategic communication is really communicating to your publics in a way that you are ensuring that the messages you send are in alignment with your organization's mission, values, organizational goals, and objectives. The IABC Edmonton podcast is a great way to sharpen your professional skills and learn some new ones. If you do the research at the front to find out the level of support, the perceptions that people have, what the public opinion is before you start to communicate, so when you're finding out what the issue is, you need to evaluate it again in the same way because then it's a a, a direct comparison. Sounds like a great topic. Let's get started. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the IABC Edmonton podcast. I'm your host, Marvin Polis, a past president of IABC Edmonton and currently president of Stimulant Strategies. I'm at a PD session or professional development session that has just wrapped up, and our presenter at the session is Colin Babiak. Colin is the curriculum coordinator and an instructor in the PR diploma program at McEwen University. He's done a fantastic presentation. He's joining me now for a quick interview. Colin, thank you. Thank you for having me. Tell me about your presentation today. Your presentation was about strategic communications. I'm going to ask you the obvious question first. What is strategic communications? Strategic communication is really communicating to your uh, publics in a way that you are ensuring that the messages you send are in alignment with your organization's mission, values, uh, organizational goals and objectives. So everything you do aligns to ensuring that Uh, you're helping to move the organization to move forward. Now this implies, I guess, that not all communication is necessarily strategic. That is correct, yeah. There are certain things we do in communications, avenues like uh, marketing communications, Marcom, that is focused on selling. Some information may be used from an organization to help change the uh, perception of the image of an organization. In strategic communication, we would make sure that in those types of communications, The intent is to increase mutual benefit for both sides so that the communication is not one-sided, that the audience gets something from that particular communication as well as the organization. Instead of the organization getting the benefit of or the majority of the benefit and the public you're working with gets no benefit whatsoever. Now, something that you mentioned here in your presentation is the formula that you like to call the RACE formula, R-A-C-E. Tell our listeners about that. Yeah, the race formula was a, a, uh, put together by John E. Marston back uh, in the 1940s. And uh, what he was looking at is how the process of communication took place. So if you're going to be communicating about something to your publics in your organization, what would the process be? So race stands for research, analysis, communication, and evaluation. So it puts parameters on that, that process. So the first stage, research, doing as much research as you can about not only your own organization, but the publics that you are going to be communicating to, so that you know what the issue is that you're facing, what the real issue is, who's involved in that particular issue, how people are involved in that issue, aspects that may impact your organization. So the more research you do at the beginning, the better off you are. The next stage in analysis, you would take that information, tear it apart, so a forensic examination of the material that you had collected to really understand your audiences and and what the differences are between what is real and what is perception, what may be seen as as being uh, incorrect. From having that information, you now know 
who's involved, what their issues with your company are, what the issue is for them, what their values are and how they connect with your values. You can begin to look at the different messages each of the different publics need in order to, for you to communicate with them, start a dialogue to create shared understanding. So the next stage, the communication, so once you have examined those audiences, so the different groups, who needs what information? Who needs information more quickly than others? The different audiences taking a look at who they are and how they operate. Is it best to have face-to-face -face communication with them or is an ad on TV a better approach for that particular group? Now something that you mentioned in your presentation is that you really need to look at the demographics and the psychographics of your various target groups, correct? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, so the more information you have in your audiences, you know what's going to resonate with them. So is the information relevant for that particular group? And if it's relevant, is it something they believe in? It's really hard to convince something, uh, someone of something if they don't believe in it. So looking at the news right now across the U.S., Donald Trump may send something out through Twitter that is, you know, in line with his own beliefs. Across the way, the person receiving the message may be very against the policies that he's putting into place. You're never going to convince that person that this is a good thing to do because their ability to accept the message is not there. So they're just going to reject that message that comes out. It has to be relevant. It has to be relevant and it has to be appropriate for each audience. Correct. Now, you wanted to uh, also talk about uh, a little bit more about the other aspects of the formula, analysis, communications, and evaluation. Tell me more. So the analysis under the race formula, taking a look at all the information you've gathered and filtering it to find the relevant aspects. So what fits into this particular issue? Who are the publics who are involved in this? Looking at the values between uh, what you want to do with your company, who your company is, and the values of the publics that you want to communicate to. You want to see that alignment there. You'd also want to see how your business decisions are impacting your publics. So the scope of the impact and who's impacted in what way. Through your research, you're going to find certain publics who have the ability to have an influence on your organization as well. So that information is going to be brought out through that, that extensive research. So with that analysis, finding out who the publics are, what they stand for, why they stand uh, for that particular approach, what their belief system is, uh, you can then begin to communicate with them. So sometimes it's just a misunderstanding. So you want to find out through, it's a process we call co-orientation. What do they think they know? What do we think they know? What do we think we know and what is the perception of the company, etc. So we go through a bit of a checklist to ensure that we bring those areas that are kind of at different perspectives and bring them closer together. And a lot of times it's just a lack of awareness. Now tell me about the communication and the evaluation. Information we gather from the analysis, uh, we know uh, the publics we need to talk to. We know based on what their opinions, beliefs are, what we need to tell them. We know the general vehicles that we need to use to uh, send the message. So when it comes to communication, who sends the message is going to be very important. So who's the source of that information? Credibility. Yes, absolutely. So is there trust? Is there credibility? Is there a knowledge base expertise of that person to deliver that information? Now often this is why somebody who's actually close to the business unit within the organization is often the spokesperson as opposed to the communication person, correct? Yeah, and that's typically what we do. When we bring people to the news uh, to talk about a certain issue, they want a content expert and we want the content expert talking to the media. So we try to find somebody who's uh, comfortable with talking to the media and if they're not, we give them the training to be able to uh, work through that 
uh, process comfortably and have them provide the information to the media. They know that particular issue inside and out. They knew that process. They know that initiative inside and out. So this is about thinking through the message, thinking through the delivery medium, thinking through who is the spokesperson going to be, getting back to credibility, and then you do the communication, which all leads to the next step, which is actually evaluation, because you need to understand that it actually worked. Did it? Why did it work? Why did it not work? Exactly. And sometimes that can be a little bit tricky for some organizations. Really good communication begins with research and it ends with research. But research costs a bit of money. And some organizations don't have the budget or don't want to provide the budget to provide that research. So uh, communicators may find other ways to evaluate how well they did, but it's not going to give you the, the best information to ensure that you actually did what you said you were going to do. So the best approach would be if you do the research at the front to find out the level of support, the perceptions that people have, what the public opinion is uh, before you start to communicate. So when you're finding out what the issue is, you need to evaluate it again in the same way because then it's a, a direct comparison. And in the interest of being strategic, it's not just a matter of did they receive the message, it's really a matter of did they receive the message and to what extent were they influenced. Exactly, yeah. We like to see when we send messages out, they're always done for a purpose. We want somebody to do something. Whether it's to be more involved, to participate more in a particular uh, program, maybe it's to stop doing something. And through the research, we can actually see if that's taking place. And we don't really have time to get into all of the points that you made about what should be in a really good communication plan. But this really does lead to the point of objectives. You need to understand as part of your communication planning, truly what is it that you're trying to achieve. And you need to be able to articulate that in measurable ways. Absolutely true. Yeah, when it comes to communication objectives, we look at uh, who we want to communicate to, for what purpose. Uh, we want to influence change in some degree in a particular element by a certain amount by a certain date. So when we look at objectives we want to be sure that they are measurable objectives and you build that measurement directly into the objective. So for instance if you are looking at increasing the level of support for a project that you're not getting much support for. So the objective could be to increase support from residents of X community by 30% by this date. Because you need to be sure that through communicating, you're actually doing something. Ties to your evaluation where you would reevaluate that to see if your objective said you were going to increase support with this particular audience by this date, did you do it? Now, I wanted to talk about one or two of the things that you really pointed out are essential, really important to effective strategic communications. One of them is that knowing your organization is, is really critical. Tell us about this. Yeah, knowing your organization is absolutely critical for a communicator. So typically when you're hired by an organization and they ask CEOs, what do you want from your communicators? The answer is always going to be that they know my organization and they mean it. If we're going to be the spokespeople, the ambassadors for that organization, we need to know that organization uh, about as much as the CEO does. We're not going to get access to certain information, obviously, but the more you know, the better prepared you're going to be to be a spokesperson ambassador for that organization. So the first 30 days that we're in an organization, really digging in, going through the internet site, going through the internet, looking at all information you can find about the organization, digging up old news clips to see what public perception is of the organization. 
seeing how the organization is viewed through the media. So is it balanced? Is it positive? Is it negative? Getting all that good information, taking a look at business plans, looking at past annual reports. One of the tricks that I use is to, uh, in the first couple of weeks, talk to each of the uh, senior vice presidents as well as the CEO. Just a sit-down meeting, could have coffee, could be something in their office, depends on how they want to do it. Introduce myself, become familiar with who that person is, ask them what their title is, what they're responsible for, and really ask them what their top internal and external communication issues are. So you get it from their point of view, where do they see the needs are for communication, and gives you an idea as to what you can do to make communication better within that organization. Then from there, getting to know people from across the organization. Going for lunch with people from different departments, not sitting in your office with your sandwich and reading the, the journal online. Actually go out and talk to people. See what they're working on because they're going to tell you things about the organization that they might not think are interesting, but to bring it to the media to get some coverage on that, they do some really neat stuff that nobody would know about if we weren't proactively communicating. As you said, it's, it's really a matter of spending some time building relationships, getting to know people, getting to know the business. They get to know you. They get to trust you. And, you know, you, you spend a day just being uh, shadowing, let's say, the health and safety people and being a fly on the wall. You get to know a lot of things. You sure do, yeah. You see how the, the operation runs. You see how the organization really takes place. So we get the behind-the-scenes look on that organization. And sometimes you hear the things... Uh, when people really get comfortable with you that maybe are not quite as pleasant but you got to build that trust first but that's also still some very good information because if you know there are some problems with staff morale you can approach that and, and help the organization actually improve itself. And then when it comes time of course to actually build that strategic communication plan the people who are reviewing it internally are looking at you and saying okay he knows his stuff he understands the organization. This is very credible. Yes, very much so. Well, Colin, we're pretty much up on time. So I'd like to say thank you again on behalf of IABC. I know you're a member and you've been a member for a long time. So thank you for doing this professional development session with us today. You're welcome. It was fun. Thank you. Thanks again for joining us for the IABC Edmonton podcast. I'm your host, past president Marvin Polis. Be sure to join us next time.